This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Okay, so what is the lifespan of a giant squid? Scientists believe giant squids live for less than five years. No! I know! Well, they last as long as my fucking hamster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if you took care of your hamster better, they'd last longer. Look, Firebird lived a long and healthy life, okay? Well, maybe you shouldn't have given him such a stupid commando name. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point. You shouldn't have given him a stupid commando name. (laughs) Five hearts of passion cry out for justice. Shugo Fen Fukushan Sintai Fuketsuna Ranger. Let's go! Working at the popular Shin Nihonko TV station, these five courageous humans wage a never-ending battle against the evil Boar Dom, a villain with a penchant for bad grammar and a fetish for deviancy. Hmm, we fight with a real good one. At the time stop story over at <laughs> But who are these brave warriors that cannot be stopped even by Kevlar bullets or sand? Phuket Magenta! Synergist Wizard, Chin Chin Echi! A fight is what you get when you violence! Phuket Pinker! The Refuse Artisan, Toyota Hanzo! I cannot believe the perfectly good things people flush down. The Dwisney Veering, Tori Jury. Female Square Boots Action Figure. The Cable Dog, Keiburu Inukaisui. My name is Recursive. And the leader, Fuget Crimson. The Pruning Decimator, Hamada Koto. I am the greatest hero. My name is Justice. Justice is my remaining testicle. With the ever-present threat of boredom and the legions of his Gram army, they hard fight and make the world safe for puppies and sea cucumbers. We need to summon the King Supreme Megazord now! Kingly ass, combine! Supremely chest breast, combine! Megly dick, combine! Yes, I'll be the acne again. And I'll form everything else. Okay, yeah, I would love to actually hear about furry art drama. (laughs) Okay, so the artist in question a couple of years ago produced an art of a female mountain lion wearing a Native American headdress. Okay, that's a little insensitive. Uh, Yeah, but it wasn't like it was porn. I'm not sure that that really changes things. It don't, but hear me out. So I'm sure it would make it worse if it was porn. The thing goes unnoticed for two years, and then a bunch of goblins come out on Twitter and start condemning her for being a white supremacist. And I'm like, that's not what happened at all. So I'm just trying to figure out why everybody is super ate up about it when 
like there's tweets from both sides of the fence going like, oh, you're a terrible person. And other people are like, oh, no, that's that's good. That's that's nice. And it's from people who are of Native American descent. And I'm like, isn't there like I came a- back to American descent? What are we doing against the U.N.? I'm pretty sure we told him to go fuck themselves, right? Oh, boy. You guys did. We didn't. I don't know. I've been kind of out of the loop for a bit. Been too busy with work. Trump's trying to restart up the Keystone Pipeline again, so... Of course he is. Just send all of the oil directly into Mar-a-Lago. Oh, God, that'd be funny. Did you hear that story about the woman who broke into Mar-a-Lago holding a fucking laptop and four cell phones full of malware? Yeah, I did. And, like, the president was there at the time, and I'm like, ooh, that's bad. Who here has taken computer classes in college? Uh, Me. No. All right. Has anybody here taken security classes? Me. Still no. All right, so, Dave, you and I and maybe Sean, definitely not Logan, because he doesn't know what a computer is, we've taken stuff... That has taught us about honeypots, right? Mmm, yes. Well, I mean, I've heard of a honeypot before. The game? No, not honeypot. No, not honeypot. Honeypot. It's that thing that uh, Pooh Bear is always (laughs) after, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's trying to get that fucking honeypot, know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Pooh Bear shows up with his fucking malware-infested USB stick. (laughs) Oh, bother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is... Friday Night Fan Fiction. I am your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight are the Honey Pot Bears. Uh, what? 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 The, we're the Honey Pot Bears now? Apparently. We're Honey Pot Bears. Emphasis on the pot. I mean, we're all pretty hairy, so we could probably be bears. Yeah, I am. Rar. Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Valerie, and Sean. And our guests, Cassie and Rhythm Bastard, will be here in about an hour. But until then, we're finally not reading fucking Brooding Love anymore. Yay. But it's a good one. It was a good one. I'm glad it's in the past and I will never, ever read it again. We'll see. Are you planning on making me read it again? God damn it. You guys are planning on making me read it again, aren't you? What, brooding love? No, fuck that noise. Thank you. When FNF finally crashes and burns, and then you start up a new podcast where you read other fan fiction, then you'll have to reread Brooding yeah, Love. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. And Sonic and the Search for Love. And My Immortal. All right, here's the first story. This is Tsuyu and Bakugo in Rapunzel by Eurocat. And starting us off is going to be David. Woo! Rapunzel? What? Yeah, yeah. Rapunzel. Also, get a little closer to your mic, my friend. I was talking quietly because I was baffled by this. Sue you and Bakugo in Rapunzel. Category Rapunzel or Rapunzel let down your hair plus My Hero Academia or Bakugo no Hero Academia. <laughs> Crossover. Genre, humor. Author, Eurocat. Oh, 1,229 words. One chapter. Summary. Sue wakes up in a strange place and finds out that she has been chosen to portray Rapunzel. Chapter 1! Suyu and Bakugo in Rapunzel. Suyu and Bakugo in Rapunzel. Yes. Suyu wakes up in Rapunzel. And Bakugo in Rapunzel. (laughs) Suyu wakes up in an unfamiliar environment. She was in a nicely decorated old-fashioned room. But something is off. Where am I? She asked. Then she realized that she was wearing a kitschy pink princess clothes, or she was wearing kitschy pink princess clothes and had a few meters long wig stuck to her head. What the fuck? Uh, who is conducting a locomotive? All aboard. (laughs) (laughs) David, if you're going to do a bit like that, commit to it. 
Well, I mean, I'm... Come on, uh, give me your best conductor voice. Uh, oh, oh, oh. oh, you could have gotten Tom Hanks in, like, the Polar Express. No. With just his creepy, not-human eyes? Yes. I'm made of mylar. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Who brought me here? She said loudly. You're playing Rapunzel in this adaptation of the classic fairy tale. Who are you? I'm the narrator of this story. I decide what happens, and I have chosen you as the princess, said the mysterious voice. Were you the one who attached this oversized bundle of horsehair to my head? Asked Sue. You don't like your beautiful golden hair? Wondered the narrator. It's itchy, it stinks, and it looks stupid. I hate this cheap Walmart wig, said the girl. Uh, but you're the wonderfully beautiful Rapunzel, and down there is waiting the prince that will save and marry you. Marry me? Buddy, I'm at least a decade too, wrong too, young for that. <laughs> it's the medieval ages. You're probably already approaching the middle of your expected lifespan. That's depressing, but true. Yeah. Yep. No, it's not. Lifespans were wildly skewed young because people died as infants, but people lived to normal ages. To quote John Goodman, my father ate red meat every day, and he lived until the ripe old age of 38. Aww. Flintstones. Flintstones things. <laughs> Harvey Corman was a bird in that movie. <laughs> what? And besides, it's not like we're recreating the original version of Sleeping Beauty. The censors wouldn't allow that, said the narrator. Suyu was confused, and in order to get through this as fast as possible, she asked, So what do I have to do? You have to let your hair down the window and let the prince climb up to you, explained the narrator. Is the prince a moron? Why doesn't he take the stairs? Wondered Suyu. Um, because it says so in the fairy tale, said the narrator. Because it says so in the fairy tale, <laughs> smirked Suyu. What kind of argument is this? So does it also say in the fairy tale that the princess has frog quirks, has frog tongue and webbed toes? Or were those back in the beauty standards of the Brothers Grimm? Just do what you have to do. I already went through all of this with the prince, and despite being feisty and with a short fuse, he and the end agreed to do his designated role, said the narrator. Sue had a hunch. A bad one. Short fuse. Don't tell me the one who saves me is... Rapunzel! Throw down your damn hair! <laughs> Alright, can you back up from the mic just a tiny bit and do that again? Sure, Steve. Okay, thank you. <laughs> nice try. I'll wait. <laughs> Just point your head up at the sky and yell, Rapunzel, throw down your damn hair so we can get out of here. Rapunzel, throw down your damn hair so we can get out of here! Yelled a voice at the bottom of the tower. <laughs> I think that was actually louder than the first time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you fucking ass. Seriously? Out of all my classmates, you pick Bakugo-chan? Sighed the princess. Am I not good enough for you? Yelled the voice again. Well, as long as you keep blowing out my goddamn eardrums, no, you're not. What's the waveform look like on that? It's a brick! Ooh, yeah. <laughs> clippy clippy, baby. Yes, it is clippy clippy. I'm gonna need you to send it to me as a fucking assistant in Microsoft Word. Mmm. Asshole. It looks like you're trying to record a fanfiction podcast. Would you like some help with that? <laughs> Val, you're up. Oh, already? Hi, Vaughn. I can't help but notice that you're uh, yelling alarmingly loud. I had to be Bakugo, so... Can you be Bakugo in a way that the neighbors don't call the police on us? <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> I just couldn't resist, said the narrator. Narrator? My name narrator. <laughs> the narrator. 
Tsuyu rolled her eyes and decided to cooperate to get out of this madness. Bakugo-chan, go up the stairs, yelled the princess out the window. The damn door is locked from the outside, let your hair down, yelled the frustrated prince. The princess sighed and said, fine, but I'm not claiming responsibility if it won't work. She tied her fake hair to the bed and then threw the rest out of the window. Hopefully this cheap wig will be able to hold Bakugo-chan, <laughs> she thought. Shortly after that, she heard Lord... Lords? Lords. Lords? Tracy Lords. She's coming in to do a trance song. Let's try that again. Shortly after that, she heard lots of cursing and other foul language that had no place in a story like this. The prince was coming up to her. How on earth is was Bakugo willing to take part in this? She wondered. Then the sound of cheap synthetic material ripping apart was heard, followed by a yell and the sound of an angry young man hitting the floor. David, can you recreate that for me? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. If anyone reading this hasn't seen this coming, then raise your hand. Setsu to the audience. I'm raising my hand. I did not see that coming. You already read that. Oh, yeah. Get the hand down. Okay. Hey, breaking the fort wall is my job, said the narrator. Bakugo-chan, are you okay? Sue shouted out of the window. Are you ignoring me? Asked the narrator with a raised voice. Just tell me how I and Bakugo can get out of here, replied the girl. The prince needs to get up here and then I can say, They live happily ever after. But it looks like he won't be able to do that now that the only thing long enough has been destroyed. Looks like you'll be stuck here forever. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, said the narrator. Yo, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that she uses her tongue. Uh, no. Yeah. Long stuff, eh? I guess it's worth a try, said Sue. She then looked down the window and saw Bakugo laying on the floor, looking as wasted as Courtney Love. Ho ho, topical reference of, uh, what, 20 years ago? Almost 30. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Ho ho. Looks like you won't be getting up anytime soon, laughed the narrator. But as the old saying goes, who laughs last, laughs the best. I don't think that's how the saying goes. Sue launched her long frog tongue, wrapped it around Bakugo, and pulled him up to her. What? Curses! I forgot to disable this on you, whined the narrator. So that's how you got Bakugo-chan to participate in this. He even wears a silly prince outfit, laughed Tsuyu. So what now? How can we finish this story? As the frog princess. The same way you finish every fairy tale with a prince and a princess. They kiss as the end. Now I can think of plenty of fairy tales, especially a lot of Grimm's fairy tales that don't end with the prince and a princess kissing. A lot of those end in death. Yeah. Eh? Don't all of them? Or horrible maiming. The happily ever after doesn't happen very often. Like the one with Snow White, it doesn't end up with them kissing. It ends up with them putting red hot metal shoes to the witch and let her like in quote dance until basically she dies wow yeah sorry i get distracted by this gif of the train drifting again <laughs> oh brother sighed the princess sean you're up Woo! no way shouted the prince after finally coming back to his senses you said that i just need to get up here there's no mention of anything else he yelled do you want your quirks back asked the narrator Bakugo was fuming, but he knew that this had to be done. And it's not like things could get any more embarrassing than they already are. I'm sure they can. Let's do this and go home, he said quietly with disdain. 
Princess Sue and Prince Bakugo then stood before each other, both looking confused. They decided to close their eyes while they did the big kiss. So it's been a while since I've watched any My Hero Academia, and I still haven't seen the next season. Are Sue and Bakugo implied canon? No. 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 Bakugo is an unfuckable monster. <laughs> he doesn't want to fuck. All he thinks about is like... His explosions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. The typical ship is Suyu and Mineta. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes, most people pair Suyu and Mineta. Let me go off on a tangent here real quick. People hate Mineta, and I don't understand why. Sure, he's thirsty and perverted. It's head testicles! What do you expect? No, those pop off. You don't pop off your testicles, man. I disagree. (laughs) Well, okay. You're an extenuating (laughs) circumstance, godhood and all, so... People hate Mineta, but Bakugo is an unlikable asshole who physically and emotionally abuses everybody around him. But, oh, he's damaged, so, oh, I love him. Yeah, you know, uh, Mineta just sexually assaults every female character in the series. Yeah, I'm not saying that's right either. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is is that why does Bakugo get a pass when Mineta is always hated? I don't think anybody is getting a pass, but... No, like, females... Melt at the sight of Bakugo and his broodening love. God damn it! <laughs> we are not. You're no longer reading this story. Don't bring it up. Do bring it up. Dave, you don't understand. The reason people like Bakugo is because he fits an archetype in Yaoi. Yeah. Big hands. Okay, so. What? That doesn't help. You're telling me because he's easy pickings for gay shipping that's not canon. Yes! Yes, that's what I'm saying! But that doesn't make any sense to me. That's because you're not a gay man or a woman. I like this image. No, I'm not saying you can't gay ship people, Logan. What I'm saying is he is still a certifiable monster. I am telling you, that's what they want. That's awful! Yeah, it's just like how everyone was shipping Sephiroth with everyone okay, when Sephiroth right, came out. Right, settled. So it's Suyu and Mineta and Bakugo and a drifting train. There, we've got our fucking pairings, okay? That's hot. <laughs> the train rides up the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I hate that. All right, Sean, please read now. Where was I? Oh, uh, big kiss. As their mouths touched, something strange happened. The princess started glowing brightly and changing her form. Bakugo was shocked. So shocked, he couldn't move. The princess had become a prince, and it was Midoriya. There you go. Both were shocked to the point that they remained in the position for a few seconds before jumping away from each other and yelling at each other, What are you doing? I don't know. You're supposed to tell us. Yeah, you're the narrator. Haven't you read any fairy tales? If you kiss a frog, it turns into a prince, laughed the narrator. Got him. Or it just stays as a frog. You made me kiss Deku? Wait till I get my hands on you. I will kill you. When I'm done with you, you'll be redder than a than a Republican Texas. Yelled the blonde prince. Not funny. <laughs> what, you don't like Beto? No, I just don't think talking about politics is funny. All right, well, then let me just go delete all the political stuff that people have submitted for us to read. Well, pretty sure there's at least two Brexit fanfics going on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where are we? Asked the other prince in confusion. Deku, shut up! You're making everything worse again! Screamed Bakugo. Then the narrator began to speak. As the couple kissed each other and realized that they're stuck here forever, they at least didn't have to worry about where to travel. Even in a place like this, one thing is guaranteed. The honeymoon won't be boring. 
The eyes of both young men widened. No! You can't end this like this! I demand that you show yourself! Who are you? Why are you doing this to me? Screamed Bakugo. I'm Batman. <laughs> but it was too late, as the narrator said, and they lived happily ever after. Which means... THE END! Yeah! And with that, Eurocat finishes the Word document and says, Ain't I a stinker? Thanks, Eurocat. That was great. Mm. I prefer a Euro beat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it sounded like you forgot what it was called thanks to your internet connection. Oh, God I prefer a Euro, Euro beat. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Next up is Flash Fiction Fuckins by Drace Domino. And starting us off will be Logan. Flash? What is this? Uh, you'll, you'll read it. You'll okay, see. Okay. Uh, flash Fiction Fuckins. Oh, dear God. There's a lot of categories. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to skip reading those. Mm-hmm. Summary. A collection of short flash fiction requests through my Tumblr. I'm going to do a flash fiction day at least once every month and keep all the results here organized by date. If you want to join in on next month's fun, come follow me on Tumblr. Chapter 1, March 1st, 2016. Oh my god, this is 23 pages long. They must have kept this going for a while. It's not exactly 23 pages. I separated it in between each uh, fic. Got it. It's mostly filler. Oh yeah, feel it. The prompt. Filthy fling suggestion. Ryoku and Satsuki from Kill a Kill. Incest. Girl on girl. Only kissing. Tongue play. (laughs) 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 The story. I can't. I can't believe. It's not butter. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I just realized I updated this in 2016 and I hadn't checked. Oh, there's a lot more chapters now. Oh, dear. There's 141. Oh. Uh, (laughs) We're just going to read all of it. Looks like we got to skip it. Oh, no, no, no. We're just going to read a few right now. We're good. Just go ahead. All right. Let's let's pick out some choice ones. It's like Sonic's harem. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Well, read the one you're currently reading. Yeah, I'll read the one I'm currently reading, then we'll, we'll skip around. Sure. I can't. I can't believe that this is actually happening. From Satsuki's voice. It was hard to tell if her words were from a shameful desperation or a joyful celebration. After all, it was difficult to concentrate with her sister's mouth across her slit. The older girl's body stretched out a little more, her long legs sweeping to both edges of the bed and almost shyly exposing more of herself. With a deep blush lining her features, she gazed down at the mop of black and red hair nestled in between her thighs, the source of nearly every conflicting sensation going through her at that instant. You're a mad woman. Big words for someone who's enjoying yourself so much. Uh, I like your train voice. Choo-choo! Choo-choo! Ryoku replied, though her voice was muffled by the taste of Ryoku... Wait, her own entrance. Okay, got it. Ryoku's entrance. Speaking of taste, David, how many calories are you down to of a deficit now? Uh, today I did not do a deficit. I mean, I might have. Let me check. I gotta see how much a seven-layer burrito Taco Bell is worth. It's worth one dollar. Hey, that's my line. Oh, it was fucking disgusting, too. Why'd you eat it, then? Well, I got it because I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll have something that's a little bit lighter. (laughs) That's lighter?! It's lighter than the fucking rattlesnake nacho fries burrito. I didn't even 
didn't know that was a thing. It is, and it's disgusting. Does it have actual rattlesnake on it? No. Oh, well, <laughs> That would be way too expensive. <laughs> What's the point? Hold on a second. Canned rattlesnake. No, we're not looking up weird canned foods again. Oh, sweet. Canned edible smoked rattlesnake. Only $22. Meh. I prefer mine fresh. With a wicked gleam in her eyes, she gazed up at her. And when she saw the most timid tremor through her sister's face, Ryoku couldn't help but draw forth more of it. More of what? Her slit? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sure. It was with a wicked smile that she pulled her mouth from Satsuki's slit. Her lips still marked with her sister's nectar. Please don't call it nectar. It's gross. Nectar. No! As she drew forward to the older girl, her hand finally lowered, giving a slow, sweet pet to Satsuki's folds. <laughs> a pet? <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? <laughs> As she drew her mouth dangerously close, though she had been servicing her for the past few minutes, they hadn't yet kissed, and now Satsuki was faced with the final taboo. As her sister's mouth inched closer and closer to her own. Uh, I can think of worse taboos. As far as food goes, I am at a 500 calorie deficit. In total, I have burned all food taken in. I also napped today, too. I napped in anticipation of doing the show. I was like, oh, you know what? So are you trying to get your extra calories from the Z's you are catching? Sure. (laughs) But uh, all I wanted to do was play The Division. I got the World Tier 1 today, and I was like, oh, Oh, yeah. my God. When Ryoku spoke, her lips were close enough to Satsuki's own that she could feel a drop of nectar striker. Ugh. There's that word again. A bit of delight clean from her folds. The intimacy sent shockwaves through her and a shameful blush to cross her features as she heard Ryoku's words beckon in an irresistible tone. Give me the train voice. Kiss me, super. (laughs) (laughs) Before leaning forward and stealing from Satsuki the chance to say no. No! Speaking of ASMR, I hope everybody enjoyed our April Fool's 30 minutes of legitimately legitimately loved it. Yeah. I think Yaw Weasel's statement on it was perfect. This is ASMR, but for perverts. (laughs) Um, gotta level with you, buddy. Most ASMRs for perverts. Yeah. (laughs) I say that as a person with. Hang on, what's my ASMR playlist up to in video count? Uh, 1,183. <laughs> wow. I delete them as I listen to them, so I've got a lot in the queue. Personal highlights from editing it, I will say the sustained four and a half minutes of just Sean heavily breathing followed by <laughs> mouse clicks. <laughs> the minute and a half of Logan messily eating a sandwich directly into the microphone. <laughs> the minute and a half after that of David pretending to eat a messy sandwich impersonating Logan in front of a microphone. <laughs> David doing the four and a half minute rendition of his beatbox version of the Pacific Rim theme. <laughs> and the various ums, uhs, coughs, and burps that were still included. (laughs) And I didn't even get more than halfway into that episode in terms of including the noise. Like, that is just 
everything together. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I hope you didn't take it down. Oh, I, I took it down. It's gone. Oh, I saved it. Yay. If anybody wants the link, I will give you the private link for it. I just don't want that shit polluting our RSS. <laughs> All right, I want to choose the next one. Are you choosing the next one for the next reader? Because the next reader is me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about I give you the link to the new extended version? Oh, no, I think I found one. I, I fucking found one, bro. What did you find? Oh, man. Um, Page seven. Page seven. Okay. What about OCAD? Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> You know, sometimes I regret giving you such easy fodder shots. Yeah. <laughs> All you do is reference our old material, but you're so encyclopedic about it. It's insane. And then there's David, who is upset that he ate Taco Bell. Well, I had disappointing Taco Bell. That was the problem. All Taco Bell is disappointing. Was it the same one you usually go to? Yeah, it's the same one that I go to. It's just that the Severn Layer Burrito is on the do not get list. Oh, uh, okay. All right, page eight, you said? Seven. Seven. All right, page eight. Uh, seven. <laughs> you will read page seven. The prompt. Nice idea, that filthy fling thing, smiley face. How about some Zelda Midna slash a royally hung Zelda fucks a royally pregnant Midna on her throne while they discuss the hopefully large family they will have? Hmm. All right. Sure. <laughs> I'm down. You're welcome. <laughs> the story. It was a good thing. Midna had finally recovered her true form. Otherwise, it would have been hard to stand up. Can already tell where this is. She had been showing her pregnancy for months now, and this far in, the weight of it made nearly every motion difficult. Getting up in the morning had become a minor chore. Or is that... Is that how chore is spelled? Uh, uh. Chore has an E at the end of it, yes. Yes, yeah. that's just chore. All right, minor chore. And sets of stairs had become her new greatest enemy. Zelda never afforded her any sympathy, though. Midna was still forced to be on top as the two shared a bedroom, made to straddle the other woman's lap as she rode the same cock that made her pregnant to begin with. The blue-skinned, tweely woman's knees ached and her joints surged with every motion, and yet she still... And yet she continued to bounce up and down on that thick, piercing member... Uh, I hate that word. That's the one you hate? Well, okay. Member just reminds me of fucking like, like, likes little link. Member reminds you of your own urethral insertion. <laughs> <laughs> Piercing member that hit her down to her very core. As she rode, she allowed her hands to curve underneath her pregnant belly, holding it up while Zelda's hands groped lewdly at the full, swollen breasts that had made an appearance since the change began. You're so much heavier than you used to be, Zelda purred. Yes, that's my purring voice. <laughs> Alright, fine. You're so much heavier than you used to be, Zelda purred, looking graceful even as she was pin pinned under a pregnant woman on the bed. Do you think it's twins? Triplets, perhaps? I don't... <laughs> don't know! <laughs> Do you think if she pumps enough into her, it'll, like, form another baby? No, she's gonna <laughs> explode. Mm. There's one normal baby inside her, and now one cum baby. Ugh. <laughs> A baby comprised entirely of cum. You. You said that you're sterile, right, Logan? I actually don't know 
it would cost money to get tested to find out if I'm sterile. All right, maybe I'll pay for that test because considering your knowledge of reproductive uh, ways and means, I don't think you'll be having kids anyway. I mean, I don't think that's the reason I'm not gonna have kids. All right, you're just gonna insert a lot of cum babies in your socks. <laughs> Ew. Why would I insert them in my socks? <laughs> I wear those. All right. Well, miniature naked opinions. Have you jerked off in a sock? Value included. No. Yes. What the fuck's wrong with you, Steve? Yeah. All right. So <laughs> allow me to just get go economical. to the fucking bathroom and jerk off into some toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Allow me to be economical with no. you. No. That's not economical. That's, that's gross economical. Socks <laughs> cost money, Steve. Can they I? cost a lot of money and last not a long time. And then you have to wash Can them. I? Which no, you can't say anything because you're just wrong. <laughs> The only socks I ever jerk off into are ones that are already filled with holes and are going to be thrown away anyway. So they're old and moldy. No, so why are you no. rubbing old moldy foot sock <laughs> on your dick? Old and moldy. Are you assuming that any sock that gets holes in it is going to be moldy? No, I'm assuming that your nasty ass feet are tearing <laughs> holes in fucking socks. Yeah, why are your feet made of scissors, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> so really, the only time you guys get enjoyably upset is when you're mad at me for trying to preach the truth about economical sock semen. That's, That's not, not economical! economical. <laughs> if you want to be economical, just jizz on your chest and wash it off in the shower. Yeah, exactly. That's economical because you're accomplishing a new task. You're like, oh man, I just got jizz all over me. Better go shower. None of you have Why don't you out- just shoot it into your mouth? That's the real economy. <laughs> Yeah, eat your gains. That's what we say in our show. None of you have pointed out the easily point outable flaw in the plan that Troy just pointed out. If you have holes in your socks, won't you just go straight through them? Well, if you stick your dick through the hole, yeah. How big are the holes in your socks? Yeah, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you don't have a micro dick or that you are able to aim. Or that I haven't Hulkamaniaed my socks to the point where I don't have anything to jizz into. Oh. <laughs> sorry you're not sorry I don't want to do this show anymore <laughs> you're the one that came up with the idea of me having fucking scissor feet yeah and then you're like oh just Hulk strength my fucking socks apart while I masturbated <laughs> with my dick <laughs> even though I have a perfectly good shower and disposable toilet paper wait you jerk off in your shower no my wife does it for me all right, that's fine. Again, more about the economy. Logan, you should just start like a bi-weekly newsletter about semenomics. Semenomics, okay, yeah. Semenomics. I'm going to go teach at my local college a class about semenomics. Yes. Ooh, a junior college. Make your own cookbook. No. No, because then Gross. I have to cook a bunch of semen, and that's going to fuck up somebody's oven. <laughs> Probably my oven, because I'll have to test them. All right, can I read? Do you think they test those semen or placenta recipes before they write them and put them in the book? I don't. Huh, don't know. <laughs> you sound upset. <laughs> Midnight biting down on her bottom lip as she bounced faster and faster upon that thick, heavy length. Yeehaw! Maybe? Well, if not, that's all right. Zelda grinned and gave a dominant thrust deep into Midna, making her cry out with a piercing holler. The Twilly woman's body trembled and her pregnant belly shook from side to side. Set to bouncing from the fierce thrust. We'll just keep at it until you give me all the ones I want. All right. I get to pick the next one for, I think David is reading next. 
Oh boy. Did you see Legend of Korra? Yeah, it's a good show. Alright, you're reading page eight. The prompt. In the kitchen, Korra fingers Cinna from behind to orgasm right before her father comes in. The story. Sorry, my watch decided to tell me now that I need to be more active. Oh yeah, how far below sea level are you today? Oh, let's find out. According to the thing, I am 188 feet below sea level. Great. Enjoy drowning. Now, if I recalibrate, it puts me at... Negative four. That's better. Still not correct. Still in a sinkhole. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Still in Florida. Anyway, the story. Don't want Dad to hear us, do we? Cora whispered against the edge of her mother's ear, a wicked smile on her face. Uh, nah. In that very instance, her hand was down the front of her mother's panties, cupping along the older woman's folds and slowly uh, stroking along her wet, warm sex. Uh, Two of her fingers were pressed inside and wriggling gently back and forth. You came out of that hole! Don't do that! Hooking against her walls and teasing her entrance with well-practiced motions. Senna, left more or less speechless by the attention, held on to the handles of her cooking pot a little tighter. Wait, she's cooking? Yeah, she's cooking in her baby oven. Yes, this is how every one of these go down. It's like, oh, <laughs> and now the th- whatever it's going they're cooking is going to burn, and then it's going to be like, ha, 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 ha. She whimpered through her desire for Cora to stop wasn't so great that she actively pulled away. Her head was lowered and her cheeks were dark, and as the seconds passed, more and more pleasure rolled through her body. Just what had that Sato girl been teaching her daughter in Republic City? It didn't take long from when Korra started for Senna to reach her climax. The taboo heat of the moment pushed her easily over the edge, and if it wasn't for Korra's free hand circling her around from behind her mother and sealing over her mouth, she likely would have cried out in that moment. <coughs> as it was, she stood there frozen and blushing, trembling as her pooned hang milked against her own daughter's fingers. Don't say that word, not... Poontang. I don't think it says Poontang. It doesn't. Poonanny. I definitely don't think it says Poonanny. No. Prussian crushing. Dave, <laughs> you are literally being paid to say the words. Yes. Uh, Pringles can. It does not say Pringles can. Uh, taro milk tea. We're at $126 as of this moment. Damn it. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Patrons, remove your money so David doesn't have to say it. <laughs> Don't actually do that. No, double your money so that David has to say it two times. And louder. Yell it. David. 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 All the silence is going to get edited out. We can wait, Dave. You don't get to leave the show. No, apparently he says his mic broke. Oh, yeah, I believe <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, my mic broke. Please help Frostbeard the Porn Master. Drink pussy! (laughs) Dave, it's it's two days late for that. Speaking of, stop changing the goddamn name of the shame bucket at this point. (laughs) I haven't changed the name since the fucking Chicago reference, but nobody got. I totally got it. Listens to you. I changed that to the one it was before the show started today. Oh. It's a shame you guys keep changing the so much bucket. (laughs) Movement from down the hall alerted the two women, and by the time Tonrak... Stepped inside the kitchen, Cora was seated once more at the table. She was licking her fingers, a surefire sign that his strong young daughter had already snuck a bite of dinner before they were all gathered to eat. Nom! That don't teach you manners in Republic City? He asked his daughter, slowly moving to sit across from her. Couldn't wait for the whole family? 
Sorry, Dad. Cora beamed <laughs> her mother's juice against her tongue. <laughs> Saw something by the stew that I couldn't resist getting a hand on. David, you get to search down in the story and pick a story for Val to read. Woo! Page 11. Oh, come on. That one's boring. Hey, I just saw it and I was like, you know what? That looks boring. Make her read it. <laughs> What's on the page? Uh, Starfire and Blackfire. Yeah, I'm asking Dave because I want to know if he's even on the page or if he just picked a page number. Yeah, it's Starfire and Blackfire. It starts with a big old orgy. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. It devolves into a big old orgy. <laughs> Please enjoy. The prompt. How about Blackfire takes Starfire to a party which devolves into a big old orgy? No, orgy. Orgy? <laughs> Sticking thong out face? The story. Sister! Oh, sister, there are so many cocks! Bok bok. Yep. Starfire's eyes were shining as she literally floated through the crowd, looking at everything that was there for her to enjoy. Granted, some of them were stuffed inside the holes of various girls at the party. Why is it only in, like, girl holes? Because it's a boring party. Yeah. But that didn't mean there wasn't plenty left for Star and her sister. In fact, Blackfire had already begun to enjoy herself and was bent over from the waist, effectively spit-roasted between two young men as music blasted through the crowded room. Starfire simply giggled in the light and almost rushed over to join her sister until she felt a pair of hands lock around her ankles. Someone pulled the floating girl right out of the air, and in her stunned state, Starfire was helpless to stop it as she felt a hand move into her long red hair, guiding her face towards a slender blonde pussy. She was licking and slurping. <laughs> oh, not sexy noises! <laughs> ah. Glorp! Yep. Jesus! With a smile on her face, even before she looked up to see who it was, and when her eyes finally opened, her smile grew tenfold. Tara! I'm glad to see that you're back from being the stone statue. She didn't get to talk much more as Tara yanked her face in once more, feeding her that wet blonde pussy anew. As Starfire slurped, she soon realized that Tara had already been on the receiving end on any of the dozens of cocks in the room. A warm treat flooding across her tongue, which she drank with the content noise from the back of her throat. Give me that friggin' loud slurp again, except with a moan at the same time. It just sounds like you're eating ramen. As Starfire walked on her knees, it didn't take long for others to take notice. One man she didn't know, nor would she ever know, sliding behind her and lifting her up by her hips. He eased his cock inside of the alien's pussy with ease and asked Stifi Stifire? Yes, Stifire. <laughs> Starfire continued to drink cum from Terra's hole. She shuddered and wicked the light. Wicked? Sure. Across the room, her sister was getting double penetrated now. I thought she was earlier. No, people don't call getting one dick in your mouth and one dick in your pussy double penetrated. If they're lame, they do. Yeah, but if you put that on like a Pornhub video as the title like weird alien girl gets double penetrated and it's just spit roasting that will get downvoted yeah i don't really go to porn sites that much so yeah that's mostly my job your job yeah he does do it like it is his job <laughs> he does have that server entirely filled with porn i need to build a second one <sighs> first one's getting too full and it's not because he didn't have any more socks <sighs> oh shut up <laughs> These days, he just comes directly into the server. Yeah. Uh, he heats it up and uses a little hot drink to warm him on those cold nights. <laughs> Semen is a very poor thermal lubricant. Yeah, it's more like a thermal paste. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh. Is that what you use on your CPU? Yeah, that's why I run so well. Mm-hmm. Ah. Just, just go. Better than mayonnaise. Just go! <laughs> and it looked like there was a line of boys ready to join in the fun. Though the party had already been filled with teenaged girls ready to fucking suck their way through the crowd, it was the two exotic sisters that would be stealing the scene, and Starfire thrilled at the attention. I kind of called bullshit on that, but anyway. She'd have to accept Blackfire's invitations to play more often. All right, we are going to go away and bring our guests in. Woo! Yay. Yay. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 How's it going? I'm, um, I'm great. After hearing those incest pics, I'm just dandy. <laughs> well, I mean, just, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> We're going to stop reading for, at least temporarily, flash fiction fuckins. But I know one person here specifically requested... A story about Hogwarts and a giant squid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I missed this fic. <laughs> it's been so long since we've met eyes. This is First Encounter by Lyris Malachi, and starting us off is going to be Cassie. But before that, I was going to do some sort of, like, big grand old welcome, but I was given gummy, so hi, Cassie. Hello. Hi, Rhythm Bastard. Hey. Welcome to the show. So, Rhythm Bastard, I did notice there were a lot of people on that podcast you brought me on for. Yeah, it was uh, one giant clusterfuck. It was the I'd Rather Not Superstars, where it was the 100th episode, so we decided to bring back everybody. Gotcha. Or as many people as were available on a random Tuesday night. Rhythm Master, what is your podcast? It's called I'd Rather Not. It's a Would You Rather podcast where we ask stupid Would You Rather questions. You know, they could be anything from Would You Rather Fight Vampires or Eldritch Horrors or, you know, Would You Rather Have a Cartoon Character Come Out to Live With You in the Real World or Would You Rather Go and Live in a Cartoon World of Your Choice? Oh, sounds like the stuff that we used to do during the lightning round questions, Dave. Mm-hmm. Are you asleep? No. <laughs> oh. Are you lying? No. <laughs> well, I mean, you've already brought me on I'd Rather Not, so why don't you at some point bring on the other hosts and make them go through it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. There, I've signed you guys up for something. Never said I did nothing for you. You do a lot of unfortunate things for us. Exactly. But yeah, welcome back, and also welcome, Cassie. How long have you been listening to us? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that long, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Eight years was what I heard. I think it's the start. I think you're the reason I'm alive today. So thank yourselves for that. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. That's actually really nice to hear. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Steve-O, I've been watching you from afar for so long and it's so God nice damn to it, I meet knew you. somebody was in that van <laughs> down the street. <laughs> My God. This is some pretty good binoculars. <laughs> Why didn't you open the door? I knocked so many times. <laughs> How crazy did Laza get? <laughs> no, you have to ring the doorbell for Laza to go crazy. <laughs> now, I was thinking about that the other day, is that instead of installing a doorbell that does a doorbell, I'm going to install a doorbell that just plays the steamed hams video, and it'll have the same effect. <laughs> I'm just going to, next time I come over to your house, I'm going to put my phone up to your door and play steamed hams and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably fucking hear it. No, she's going to see you walk in before. No, I got stealth. He's going to take a ladder to our bedroom window while we're out during the day, and Laz is going to be sort of sunbathing in there. <laughs> Bing bong. Woof, 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 woof. You've requested this first encounter by Lyris Malachi, the story of Hogwarts and a giant fucking squid. May I do give a little bit background for this fic, though? 
It was junior year of high school, and I was loitering around waiting for class. How dare you? And then someone shoved this in my face, and it's all downhill from there. Yay! The original fic, or like the original OCAD recording of this fic? Oh, the fic. And then I sent it in. Oh! I'm like, dramatically drunken. Holy shit, that was so long ago. Yeah, that was. I'm gonna go take a look at the OCAD files very briefly before deleting them again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, please go ahead and read, Cass. Disclaimer, the characters within the story solely belong to J.K. Rowling and the Warner Brothers. Honestly, I don't think she could do much worse. <laughs> Just give her time. Author's note, unbated, one-shot Hogwarts. Hogwarts aside, and it echoes within its empty halls. The students said all up for the summer, and he felt empty and useless. Hagrid was often around, but he was usually too focused on bizarre animals to fulfill the needs of Hogwarts. Professors would pop in occasionally, but being a magic school, Hogwarts didn't need much upkeeping. The little he did need was taken care of by Filch. Ugh, I don't ever want to be taken care of by Filch. Yeah. You don't want Filch routing around inside your insides? <laughs> no! So wait, would the basilisk be considered the equivalent of a tapeworm? Ew! <laughs> uh, I know nothing about Harry Potter, so that's good. Well, the basilisk <laughs> turns you into stone. I know what a basilisk is. Yeah, it just uh, goes inside of its intestines and makes kidney stones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's either kidney stones or like gallbladder stones. Mm. Steve, which is worse? Speaking of, I'm glad to be out of the hospital. It feels good. Yeah. I'm so glad, too. Yeah. Remember, low potassium can kill you. Yeah, it can. How did you manage to get such a low potassium? I've never had low potassium before in my fucking life. Eat a banana. Eat a damn banana. Jesus Christ. Are they putting you on potassium supplement? No, no, no. They just said eat more bananas, orange juice, avocado, and leafy greens. Spinach is so good for that, though. I love spinach. I am not buying kale. Yeah, just get kale. Get some vitamin kale in you. Vitamin <laughs> kale? Yeah, that's what, that's what the K stands for. I'm already hipster enough. I don't think I need to be a kale freak. I thought that was ketamine. It, it is. It is ketamine. <laughs> Anyways, please continue, Cassie. <laughs> he shuddered, causing small trembles throughout his halls that were, was very discernible, except by the spiders and owls. He didn't care much for Filch, wishing he could walk without his squib feet touching his magnificent stone floors. He had long since stopped trying to force his floors open to swallow Filch and Miss Nora's hole. Besides, if he kept it up, he would be risking a prolapse staircase, and that was no laughing matter. <laughs> prolapse? My raps are better than your raps. Yeah, but staircase. <laughs> prolapse party. I just don't want to mm, keep going. Before you keep going, I do have to bring this up. I have surgery coming up as well. Steve, what happened? What? what is your surgery? He's getting old. Gum grafts because my teeth are trying to run away. <laughs> Gum grafts? Damn, I really have been here for too long. The giant squid saw how miserable Hogwarts was. It was true that he also missed the students, but for an entirely different reason. <laughs> he missed their terrified screams as he revealed himself, rising from the murky depths of the lake. His huge eyes stared mournfully at his very large tentacles. At one time, he had dreams of being an actor. Does it a squid? Yeah. 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 There's definitely some roles for squids in Hollywood. How do you get headshots as a squid? Uh, you get in front of a camera. Duh. <laughs> From afar. <laughs> Same way anybody else does, by aiming down your sights. <laughs> the larger he grew, 
The fewer agents and scouts would come calling until they finally stopped altogether. There wasn't much in the market. Maybe if he moves to Japan. Yeah, he needs to go overseas. It's a new market. He is kind of landlocked, though. That lake is probably middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, he can always ask one of the freaking wizards. You think wizards are going to help a giant squid? Why not? No. We've got a lot of offers to eat you from the sushi restaurant. Yeah, fucking mystical calamari up in here. There wasn't much in the market for a squid that would split a schoolgirl from stem to stem. Mm. Stem to stern. No, I like stem to stem better. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't go anywhere. That's better than Eiffel Tower for sure. Well, Eiffel Tower is like something. It's a charm for... Yeah, yeah. we we know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm not a kid anymore. It's okay. (laughs) Now I'm imagining like a pirate. Die, that food would split a schoolgirl from stem to stern. You can't be doing that, Mr. Krabs. SpongeBobby boy, just watch. Oh no. Wow, 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 wow. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> I would say that if your stroke was talking to you, it would probably lie and say, no, you are not. <laughs> he stared at his tentacles as they moved gently in the current. Schoolgirls were out. <laughs> A plan formed in his mind, and he swam to the surface, hesitating momentarily before pulling himself from the water. It ran off of his rubbery skin in rivulets as he made his way across the grounds. No humans were allowed to witness. Around. No humans were around to witness the incredible trick, and no human would believe his eyes had he been a witness. Hogwarts watched the giant squid approach and felt apprehension well up in his kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> so, based on the architecture of Hogwarts, what organ would the kitchen be? I don't know where the kitchen is, so I really don't know. Well, it's where food is converted into energy, so clearly it's the stomach. No. No. no it's where- The kitchen is where the heart is. Aw. No, the heart is where the heart is. No, the kitchen is the heart of a home. That's right. Just like in fucking Grand Theft Auto 4, there's a gigantic beating heart inside of Hogwarts. Yeah. I'm just imagining some pots boiling over at random. Yeah, that's the arteries bursting. <laughs> oh. What are you doing? The words weren't spoken, but they were understood. Just trust me, the giant squid replied, caressing Hogwarts' outer walls. I won't split you like a schoolgirl. I'm not ready, Hogwarts explained, trying to push the giant squid away with his magic. Hogwarts, listen, you're lonely, I'm There's lonely. no listen. I know, but I'm editorializing. If you're going to editorialize, go all in and say, Hogwarts, listen, honey, sugar, baby. <laughs> Hogwarts, you're lonely, I'm lonely. We don't have to be. Besides, you can't go around manipulating your staircases. Wait, so they're both incels? Oh. <laughs> no. We're just talking about all the depressing shit tonight. Yeah, just, just get it out of the way. It's hump day. Medical, politics, incels. Jesus. Wait, you're saying Jesus is depressing? He got out before it got bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Hey. You know about that? Everyone does, sort of. That's beside the point. I've never. The temperature within rose in embarrassment. I'll go so I promise. He began to caress a window, teasing it open. <laughs> Hogwarts sighed, the fight leaving him. He relaxed, allowing the tentacle inside, or it brushed against the inner walls before settling on the stone floor. He fastened the suction cups to the floor, lifting the tentacle away so that it pulled on the floor without losing its grip. Another sigh swept through the halls of Hogwarts. 
Drink for sigh. We're gonna read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fic next and just have a lot of Raphael shit. Oh god, no. Are we are we actually gonna read more <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja no. Turtles fic? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his rapture turned to fright as he felt a tentacle work its way into his second window. I don't... Trust me. I don't feel good. Remember this? He pulled the suction cups a little harder, and Hogwarts groaned. Do that again. The giant squid complied, and as he did so, thrust his second tentacle in. Hogwarts shuddered, coming very close to ending the fun. The giant squid backed off, unwilling to finish so soon. He waited for Hogwarts to calm down, before setting the second tentacle to search the room. How exactly... How does a school come and... Yeah, um, I mean... You'll see. Don't, like, the toilets just, like, fucking explode or some shit? Shush! Yeah, like, we're talking all, like, metaphorical... Oh, thank goodness you said that. I thought you were gonna, I thought all the toilets are gonna play the Stargate theme and Logan is gonna yell at me again. <laughs> you still didn't do it! <laughs> Coward! Alright, that's enough for me. Alright, so, Rhythm Bastard, you're up on page three. He felt the need to fill Hogwarts as much as possible. Oh, baby. And he raised another tentacle, caressing his outer walls, running along windowsills and tracing individual bricks. It was so big it was an 11-tickle. It's funny because it's a pun. (laughs) He's not a dad yet. Not from a lack of trying. (laughs) And whose fault is that? Not look at me. He's the one who has to come. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, at the very least, twice. Only twice ever? She, no. <laughs> <laughs> Once was definitely in a sock, so I don't know how that one counts. <laughs> the other one was in a rubber glove. Yeah, and I wouldn't let him put, like, a sock in my vagina. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> it just dries out the canal. Yeah, I wouldn't want to dry out your sock canal. <laughs> Steve. What, Dave? <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I imagine the squid just going like, hold on, I want to use protection. Wait, wait. <laughs> hold, wait, no. If he puts a sock inside Val, he's turning her into Muppet Val uh. from the inside out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we truly are the worst. Oh, no. Oh, no. She just dropped. Cassie dropped. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, she's back. <laughs> Did you accidentally leave the chat? <laughs> no, I- Something happened. I don't know what. <laughs> I, I got so hot thinking about turning Valen to a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my cue to leave. No! no! I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Alright, sorry. Please continue. We were talking about Eleventicles. Yes. So caught up in the bliss, Hogwarts didn't notice the giant squid slip in a third, fourth tentacle. This is incredible, Hogwarts breathed. This isn't even the best part. He held up his two longest tentacles. These can reach farther than a room. <laughs> God damn it, I'm having flashback to Kurt Manlove. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking of too. You know, I was trying to put a joke in about Kurt Manlove, but I couldn't find a place to fit it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Nightmare Tentacles and uh, Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's that too. I'm remembering that Given Tree. Uh, oh, the Giving Tree, a gift of love? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I waited 81 years to get reamed by this piece of wood. <laughs> I think that one broke me for sure. <laughs> broke a lot of people who were listening. These can reach farther than a room. They can go into your hallways. I want them in me. 
Are you sure? They're quite large. Apprehension rolled through his kitchen again. And Sonic as well. (laughs) (laughs) While he was deciding, the giant squid forced another tentacle in. You have three tentacles left to decide. What happens if I don't? In response, the giant squid slid a sixth into another window. Two, he said simply and with a hint of warning. Dave. Are you on Know Your Meme again? (laughs) No. Your meme. (laughs) I'm trying to record a freaking audio book of first encounter of a squid fucking a school. At the very least, you could pay attention. Yeah. I work best when there's an audience. Hogwarts could take them all. He knew he could. But what would the other wizarding schools think? <laughs> would the Bobatons allow a giant squid to violate her? Certainly not. If Durmstrong ever found out, there'd be no end of teasing. This giant squid grew impatient and slid a seventh tentacle into a window, followed immediately by an eighth. Two, one, time's up. Time's up. Kaboom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I'm getting a little too gruff actiony voice here, not enough deep seductive oh, voice. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a solid snake is somewhere in the background stalking around Hogwarts <laughs> watching the fucking squid fucking <laughs> school. It's great. But he's dummy thick and the clapping of his ass cheeks for learning Hogwarts of the giant squid. Oh, no. Time's up. And you didn't decide. What? But that's not fair. It's a simple answer. Yes or no. Now I have to punish you. And with that, he struck Hogwarts square on the outer wall with a paddle-like tentacle. They'd skimped all the contractors and the wall collapsed quite easily. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that's kind of an embarrassing thing to ask the engineers like, yeah, so, you know, you want a magic, okay, you want to have brick walls, you gotta kick it old school. Have to reinforce against large creatures. Very large. I can't believe how bullshit the rates on squid insurance are these days. <laughs> Do they even have insurance in the wizarding world? No, it's too easy to commit insurance fraud. Yeah. Exactly. Do they ever establish that their money is uncopyable or what? Hmm. I know that, like, Canadian money is uncopyable, and I would assume that Hogwarts would at least have the technology of Canada. I don't know. I assume differently. You see, Canada's money is uncopyable due to the fact that there are no copy machines in Canada. (laughs) I mean, that is true. Also, sweet, I looked up squid insurance, and apparently (laughs) professional jobs available at Squid Insurance Marketing in Orlando, Florida. Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) course florida yep well time to change locations again (laughs) wait does that mean y'all are gonna move near me because that'd be pretty cool i don't know let me send them a message do you use expensive ibm mainframes (laughs) (laughs) hogwarts yelped and tried to squirm away how could a school squirm away magic I'm trying to think of, like the logic behind that is like does it like well this is like a, a cuphead style animated school okay gotcha <laughs> hey Steve what is C A G N Kagan yeah what is Kagan I don't yeah C A colon Gen Canadian angry game nerd in the world of mainframe because there are jobs for IBM mainframe developers in Lakeland Florida and that's close 
Up to 113k a year. Canadian graphic novel. It stands for Colorado. <laughs> Calzone. Ooh. CAGN is the supreme god of the son of Southern Africa. He is the first being and creator of the world. A computer-aided software engineering application development environment marketed by CA Technologies. Jen was previously known as IEF. Oh, it's the most planned fucking acronym. CA is Computer Associates. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, great. Well, we didn't want to say, but yeah. Like, yeah, mean. all right. Now read, Dave. I will look for more mainframe <laughs> jobs in your area. All right, cool. But the tentacles in his foundation held firm. The giant squid struck him with the other. Again and again, he spanked the naughty wizarding school until he sobbed for the giant squid to stop. And still he spanked. This is not a healthy BDSM relationship. They should have been safe words installed. Yeah. I, yeah. Installed? And I don't know. Hogwarts's safe word is releasing the basilisk. I... <laughs> Good news, David. IBM WebSphere Portal Senior Developer at Business Needs Inc., which totally sounds fake in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, that doesn't sound real. No. Bad news, 100% remote, so I can work wherever I want. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's even better. So there you go. Just do that. Just do that and don't move down there. No, move down here. <laughs> Come on, guy. Also bring Logan. There are plenty of Walgreens here. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, you can even like take a step up and work for a Publix. Oh. I'm good. I mean, unless they're going to pay me partially like in bonuses in chicken finger subs. Oh, yeah, dude. That's true. That's a thing you can do? Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the sandwich heavy portfolio pays off. Should I keep reading? Yeah, you can go ahead and keep reading. Look, two things. Number one, everything can be salvaged and editing. Number two, we are not live, so it doesn't matter. Okay. We went away from being live when we bring you guys in, so we can fuck around as much as we want. All right, cool. The giant squid finally stopped. <laughs> Proceeds <laughs> to not fuck around whatsoever. <laughs> hey, listen, the giant squid is doing the fucking around, and I want to respect the giant squid doing all the fucking around. There you go. But Hogwarts didn't have time for a reprieve before the giant squid forces extra long spanking tentacles into two separate windows. They slid through the room and forced the doors open, the pain only adding to Hogwarts's pleasure. Mm. The tentacles were in the halls now, massaging the long stone tunnels. Oh. I'm putting way too much effort into this, but I think that's what makes it entertaining. Yeah. This was incredible, the giant squid thought. <laughs> he really should have done this ages ago. How long do giant squids live? Uh, forever. Hold on, let me look that up real quick. While you do that, I love these requirements for jobs. Bachelor's degree and seven years of relevant work experience, or master's degree and five years relevant work experience, or a minimum of 11 years of relevant work experience in lieu of a degree. Fuck you! That's ridiculous. That's, that's just stupid! Yeah. We want you to be 30 so your bones ache and you don't have time to complain. Well, thanks for bringing it real. Steve, do you have a master's? No, I don't. I have just bachelor's. So you're saying you're not qualified for that job? Apparently I'm not qualified for that job. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, really? But you've been working? Cut that out. For like 50 years. Yes, but I'm making a statement on the fact that these job requirements are bullshit to begin with. Sorry, Rhythm Bastard. So sorry, you sexy man. Also bleep out when you said chicken finger subs. Yeah, don't. <laughs> if we're going to bleep out. Cut that out. We need to bleep out chicken finger subs. <laughs> put it bleep about, out. No, 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 no. Let's swap it. We'll say that you work for. Cut that out. <laughs> chicken finger subs. <laughs> okay, so what is the lifespan of a giant squid? Scientists believe giant squids live for less than five years. No! I know! Well, they last as long as my fucking hamster. (laughs) Well, you know, if you took care of your hamster better, they'd last longer. Look, Firebird lived a long and healthy life, okay? Well, maybe you shouldn't have given him such a stupid commando name. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point. You shouldn't have given him a stupid commando name. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you bring up Homestar Runner because while I was at... PAX East this past weekend. For some reason, like I started to go into a strong bad cover of uh, Elton John's Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night. Free flight, zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm going to be up as a kite by then. I- and I think it's gonna be a long, long time to no. just some wings be wound again to find. Oh, I'm not stop. the man they think they am at They're home. gonna see no, some no, 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 no. I'm sorry, no, no, I'm I got a rocket man. Wow. <laughs> Watch it, man. Rocket bag? <laughs> yes. Oh, all right. Uh, every tentacle was in a different window. Hot. No schoolgirl, no matter how many movies she made, could hold all ten tentacles at once. I beg to differ. (laughs) If you've ever watched Bible Black, you know that they don't conform to the laws of reality. Yeah, well, they're demons, so it kind of gets a pass, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They're demons who just happen to look like they're 12. Oh. Oh. This is a path I will not go down. Yeah. Yeah. Each one moved differently and with a different pace, driving Hogwarts crazy with inability to match his speed. He felt that familiar feeling and doubled his efforts. Ink exploded. Kaboom. All over Hogwarts. Some finding its way into the windows. He unified his tentacles somewhat, completely focused on Hogwarts. He must be close. Then it happened. Water shot out of faucets. Toilets overflowed. Hassy, you were right. And bread set in ovens to keep warm by thoughtful house elves exploded. It's just like the chimneys just started smoking. Like, oh, that was so good. Roasted filch's cat alive. Yeah. Couldn't control the furnace. Hogwarts shook violently to his foundations, rousing Filch from bed and sending house elves and Mrs. Norris scrambling for cover. Even Hagrid heard the groan of stone and came running. They searched around the castle and through the castle but found no sign of intruders. Most perplexing was the sticky ink on one side of the castle. Hagrid peered through the you know dark what? toward that the lake. That is great. I'm going to start calling my semen my sticky ink. No. <laughs> and you wonder why you don't have a kid yet. <laughs> I, Logan, you I just, have you been just doing keep... big cummies in my wife's vagina. You be <laughs> you quiet. Just keep, you just keep saying, <laughs> Val, why won't you take my sticky ink? Val. No. She's like, man, no. Like, like the room went, I'm closing up shop. That's right. I normally have at least six or seven people watching. I can't perform unless I'm under pressure. 
He can't perform unless someone's pushing down on him. <laughs> no, no, pushing down in him, but which you can't do that because of the restrictions. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. But you made the joke. Why are you telling me to shut up for laughing? Shut up. <laughs> Hagrid peered through the dark toward the lake, but was unable to see the ripples left in the wake of the giant squid. The giant squid slipped beneath the waves, wanting to grin even though his beak was incapable. He anticipated a very short summer before the professors and students returned, so he had better make the most of it. I kind of want to know what Hogwarts' refractory period is. Uh, six to eight centuries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sean, you're up, and we're going back to flash fiction fuckings. Aw, I closed it. Well, now you get to open it again. Sean, you're on page 14. Oh, okay. The prompt. Kara and Asami are only partially naked when the cactus juice kicks in. The what? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go, Cora. I'm starting to feel it. I'm really feeling it, Mr. Krabs. (laughs) (laughs) Asami's eyes went wide, her pupils large and round as she gave her lover a huge grin. It was a fun idea. Take a few shots of cactus juice and, as Cora had put it, Bring balance to the bedroom. That's not going to bring balance to the bedroom whatsoever. Cactus juice. It's going to get a little tipsy. Uh. Already Asami was starting to rethink things. Not so much the idea itself, but the order and how they were doing it. (laughs) Her pants and panties were off. What? What? I'm just reading the, the little blurb on Google. Cactus juice stabilizing resin is a premium professional grade heat cured resin for impregnating wood and other porous materials to make. <laughs> sure. No, cactus juice in the Avatar universe makes you high. Nah. <laughs> no, it's for impregnating wood. It's for impregnating wood. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't, Jim. Have wood babies. Okay. Her pants and panties were off laying on the floor, but she was struggling with her skirt shirt. <laughs> There's a YouTube video called Working with Mesquite Man's Cactus Juice Part 1. Jesus, Logan. (laughs) Her breasts exposed, but her arms helplessly tangled up in the fabric as she failed to figure out how to get it up and over her head. I mean, you rub it a few times. (laughs) Why did I buy a cursed shirt? Cora, why did I buy a cursed shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Cora, meanwhile, sat topless in a pair of thick leather pants her back resting to the headboard, her eyes glazed and one hand holding the empty glass she had just taken her second drought from. She looked over at the entity beside her, the slender girl panicking against a fabric monster. Oh, Muppet Val. Duh. And with a grunt, her eyes opening opened in starting revelation. I'll save you, Asami, and her boobs. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Good to know. The Avatar suddenly roared, throwing her glass to the floor before tackling Asami to the bed. The still-trapped Sato girl was set, was sent into a wild fit of gasping and laughing as she felt the Avatar's hands move over her, squeezing her modest bust as she buried her face against the girl's belly. Licks and kisses and full-blown slurps left heated wet oh. streaks against Asami's tummy. <laughs> I was going to say, please don't. (laughs) We had enough ASMR, my god. There's never enough ASMR. I'm just imagining a steam iron. (laughs) And before long, that eager mouth found its way to her slit. I hate that word. 
slit. Yeah, slit and member are both pretty bad. No, member, member is, is not just nearly okay. as bad. Mm, no. Yeah, member is just very generic. I'm with Steve on this one. Member feels dorky. Slit feels like she's licking a wound or something. It's like, ugh. Uh. Or she's a coin machine. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm filled up with pachinko tokens. Oh, God. <laughs> I turn into Konami's best game. Play with my pachinko machine. In the 1970s, the popular go-to term for female genitalia was slash. So. Oh. All of the shocklands in Magic the Gathering would make good slang terms for a vagina. Because you got Hallowed Fountain, Sacred Foundry, <laughs> Overgrown Tomb, Godless Shrine... I like Godless Shrine. And then just regular old swamp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. I'm just trying to go in order. A steam vents. A watery grave. Yes, watery grave. Temple garden. If she's like, you know, super into yoga, I guess. If somebody's going to be really depressed about their lack of having sex for a while, do they just call it their swamp of sadness? Well, no, that's only if they have an Artex. Uh... <laughs> a horse drowned in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you're big enough to drown a horse in your vagina, man, that's a marketable skill right there. You can make money. Eh? You can charge rent. Ah! Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Though Asami struggled still with the shirt and the effect of the hazy cactus juice, she couldn't help but laugh in wild glee as Cora's tongue started working at her sex. That's better. I'm gonna leave you a note in the mor- for the morning! (laughs) Cora literally shouted into Asami's slit for sticking her tongue out and drawing in wet, messy lines across Asami's folds. <sighs> like, is it really how people act when they're high? No. no. Writing a note in somebody's vaginal folds using their tongue after yelling at their vagina? No. That's what I thought. The only unrealistic thing is the yelling. People don't yell when they're high. <laughs> Everything else is plausible. I think you're thinking about the wrong kind of high. I've definitely heard a lot of fucking people yell when they're high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a difference between high and Florida man high. <laughs> yeah. No, Florida man high is like, it's because they add bat salts too and met and like heroin. Grind up gator testicles. Val, no one is yelling while they're on heroin. No. I'm pretty sure I have some authority in this department as a college student. No, I know it. It's cactus juice. They just, the autocorrect uh, just fucked it up. Oh, okay, okay. Lines that, needless to say, would make for one hell of a difficult read. You don't have to read every letter individually, just read the words. No, you do. You do actually have to read every letter individually. <laughs> A-S-A-M-I-I-L-O-V-E-Y-O-U-L-O-T-S-A-N-D-W-E-A-R-E-O-U-T-O-F- J-A-S-M-I-N-E-T-E-A. Oh, no. (laughs) Asami came long before Cora asked her to pick out more at the market tomorrow. Beautiful. All right, Sean, now you get to scroll down and send another story to Logan. There are a lot of fucking Legend of Cora fix, huh? Uh, Page 19. The prompt. Would love a Smash Brothers, Samus and Fox heat of the battle kind of situation where mutual respect for the opponent grows into some quick and dirty fun if you're down for it. Ears! Careful with the ears! 
Fox winced a bit, his teeth clenching as Samus dug her hands. Drug. Drug her hands away from his furred ears with a smirk. The blonde bounty hunter allowed her fingers to drift down into the fur of the other pilot's shoulders, gripping him hard as she gave a fierce buck of her hips. Yeehaw! It brought her naked, bare slit to wrap around his throbbing red length sending the R-Wing to bounce on its shocks. Samus simply gave a huge, lewd grim before drawing one hand back up, wrapping her fingers around the fox's muzzle as she let her voice fill the otherwise one-man cockpit with her heated, hungry voice. Don't get soft on me now, flyboy! (laughs) The woman purred, slowly rolling her hips as she gripped his throbbing length. Can you read slowly how it's... Oh, yeah. Hang on. Let me read that again. The woman purred slow. Oh, don't do that! (laughs) Rolling her (laughs) hips as she gripped his throbbing length. Do it again. You don't look like the type who can't handle a little rough riding. Over the past 20 minutes, he had proven that he could handle her. And she'd be damned if she'd let him falter now that things were finally getting interesting. From laser blasts to heated thrusts of their nethers against one another. Pew pew. The two had exchanged more than physical blows since they had met. They exchanged a different kind of blast if you guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I mean- <laughs> With the cutting, it was so funny. <laughs> that sounded great. Like, I think I'm going to use the Craig version of that, even when yours sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Fox's cockpit filled with the heated scent of a growing lust. And also fungus. Oh. And Samus's pit was <laughs> merely filled with his cock. That's even worse! Wow! Those three words just go from, yeah, to, oh... I really want to get my hands on the thesaurus that these people use. Right, like, because pit is like garbage pit, mosh pit. It's like dirty. It's crappy. Avocado pit. It's something you throw away and was merely filled. It's like, oh, it was merely filled with his cock. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's just fox dick, whatever. It's fox. It's, it's no, fox it's, cock. Fox cock, yeah. It's almost like foxtrot. Not a good dance. <laughs> Please. Fox gave a growl through his muffled muzzle, and with a twist of his head, he managed to snap it free before lunging upwards into Samus. No, down, bad dog! While the bounty hunter laughed in delight, he snatched his hands against her rear, squeezing tightly as he began to thrust up hard against her. His robotic feet magnetized to the floor of his R-wing to give him better leverage, and soon the blonde could feel that throbbing fox cock pounding against her walls, filling the cockpit with the sound of her delight. So I only have experience with two dogs that I've owned, but I'd like to think that if I went up to Fox and played the beginning of the Steam Tams video that he would get distracted, pull out, and run away. (laughs) (laughs) The moment spun forward, hotter and hotter, till a sudden shrieking voice echoed over the Arwing's comp. God damn it, Slippy! Not now, save your own ass! <laughs> <laughs> With no punctuation. God damn it, Slippy! Not now, save your own ass! And the last one is going to be me, and I pasted my chapter because I didn't find anything else good for the rest of the story. Like green pine. Yes, yep, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Chapter 28 
Fallout 4, cream pied for the first time again. Uh, okay. With Nate gone and Sean missing, there was only so much she could take before finally snapping. Before certain urges needed fulfilled, which isn't how English works. Yeah, but if you haven't noticed already... Oh, I have. This person doesn't... Know how to spell Sean? I have, and it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And certain desires needed to be quenched. Thankfully, the Commonwealth was a place where desperation and desire went hand in hand. And it wasn't a tiny room in Diamond City that Nora got something she intensely desired. She didn't know who it was on the other side of the wall, but she didn't care. The stiff cock that had appeared there for her to service was now lodged deep inside of her pussy, shoved straight through the glory hole and lodged into her cunt. She was positioned awkwardly, but with utmost dedication as she braced one knee up against the far wall, shoving her ass back against the hole to ensure her pussy was raw for the taking. I was going to say, doesn't raw mean like in pain? Yeah. You get some in Ella. Aww. Yeah. This person obviously does not have a vagina. The tricky positioning made it so that she couldn't do much of the motion, but given the circumstances, she was grateful for that. After all she had been through, she deserved the chance to simply bend over in a box and have her cunt claimed through a hole by an anonymous cock. I don't know. I thought that, like, the goal of these is, like, while you're in there, you're the one who does most of the job. Or you're the one that's getting most of the job done to you. It depends on which box you sign up for, I guess. Yeah. Do you think they have, like, permission slips before you go into the glory hole? Logan, at this point, if you're going to ask me a question, do you think? Just assume the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to waive responsibility somehow? As she's in the middle of waving her pussy. As the man on the outside of the room thrust again and again into her, she could soon tell that his moment was arriving. How can you tell when, like... The only thing you're feeling is the cock. The cock. When he shoved in deep with one last push, his member twitched and started to squirt inside of her. The first cream pie she had received since the day Sean was conceived. Oh, no. Sean? Confirmed, deny. Wrong, Sean. <laughs> Hell, the first cream pie she had enjoyed in 200 years. What? Wow. Okay. Almost as long as me. <laughs> She moaned against the wall of the glory hole room, shuddering as her thighs twitched and her own heated climax rushed through her. Uh, it's not because someone comes in you that you do too? Suspend disbelief for just a little bit. No! Presume that orgasms happen in this universe. No! Well, I'm with you. Flooding her pussy with every squirt and rushing into her with a delightful white. Um, I guess if you want to call it that way. Yeah, that's a weird way to end the sentence. At least it's not red. Yeah. yeah. Well, unless she's on her period. No, the, for no. him. Yeah, for him. Oh, yeah. Who's groaning? We all are. David's still alive? Of course, I never die. <laughs> Pretty sure that's my power. Who isn't a god now? At this point, everyone is turning into a god on this show. I'm not. I almost died this past weekend. Quite obviously, I am not even close. Yeah. In that moment, she put everything else aside. The search for her son, the loss of her husband, the dangers that this new world laid out for her. Wow. Everything but the joy of being filled up with cum once again. Wow. Hmm. A good cream pie was better than a Nuka-Cola in terms of reminding her of the old days. A taste of a fancy lad's snack cake might make her remember the days she was a little girl sitting at the dinner table, but a pussy full of warm, wet spunk brought to mind 
memories of her much more enjoyable teenage years. Uh, that last sentence was like, oh yeah, this takes place in the Fallout universe. I just can't like talk about getting a cream pie. I gotta relate it to Fallout. Yep. Unless it's a Twinkie. As the cock pulled out of her and the cum dribbled from her hole to the Vault 111 jumpsuit laying at her feet, she shivered with delight as another thought entered her mind. A small smile spread over her lips and she shook once more with an orgasmic delight as her mind spun to a whole new possibility. This world, it was her second chance. A second chance to return to the days of her slutty teenage youth. A second chance to Not be- a second chance to, to like, raise a family or anything. It's just... Yeah. A second chance to be fucked, filled, and enjoyed. Mmm. Who the fuck cared about finding Sean anyway? Wow! <laughs> I care. He's my friend. Wrong, wrong Sean. Sean! It's wrong Sean, but it's still applicable. Yeah. <laughs> is this scene, or is it... No, it's no, S-H-A-U-N. Is it- oh, the dead. Oh. Oh, I totally forgot. Rhythm Bastard, are you doing any conventions coming up? Well, since I last put on the show, I have a Patreon now, patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. I'm putting up new songs every month. Yay! I am playing UltraCon in April. That's going to be in Miami. Uh, MizuCon Memorial Day weekend uh, in May. I believe my next two, I have, uh, there is a new con that I haven't played before with a crowd I haven't played for yet. So that's going to be pretty interesting. I just need to finalize the details before I make it public. And of course, I'm probably going to be at Anime EY with the 3000 Brigade and all those people. So, uh, yeah, I got, got a lot coming up in the next couple months. I don't know how to end this. So uh, I think Frostbeard posted something on Twitter I'd like to read. Yeah. Thanks to the cheat, we now have all of these horses out under our hypnosis. Wahahaha! <laughs> exclaimed Strongbed. Oh boy, I can't wait to play with them, said Homestar Runner. You can have uh, this one. Strong bad past Pinkie Pie. Your toes seem to be the same level ADD and ADHD wise. So I am going to get the Patreon list. Uh oh. Uh, what? Did you delete the Patreons? No, Patreon is having internal server errors. Again? Yeah. We can add that later. Yeah, we can add yeah, that. Yeah, add it in post. Steve O, do your magic. Uh, okay, so our Patreons are as follows. Patron one. Patron two. Also, that other patron doesn't mean there. Whatever Sam decided to change his name to this time. All right, hold on a second. I'm going to pull up a name generator. Give me a moment. And then read them as uh, Omstar. Sure. Thank you very much to our patrons, especially our general guardians. Gerald Hilleo. Susan Fairbairn. Carrie Hyman. <laughs> Whitney Shoot. Elvin Pope, <laughs> Saul Oris, Israel Reinekuk, Armand Colombe. It sounds like you're having a little trouble there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Tobias Fierro, Valentine Goodell, Buck Haggy, <laughs> Samira Kung, <laughs> Dwayne Rosenbogle, <laughs> Corrine Wengord. This one's really hard. Corrine Wengord, Pablo Haug. <laughs> Madonna Whammy. <laughs> Madonna Whammy? <laughs> yes. Paul Inay. Leonor Talkington. Hazel Hank. And Luigi Mokahi. <laughs> <laughs> I love these names so much. I need to save this list. Export as a PDF, please. Wow. <laughs> no! Cold Fusion Developer Trial Edition, not for product use. <laughs> 
Shit! So thank you, Cassie, and thank you, uh, Rhythm Bastard, for coming on. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. Yes. Always a pleasure. It was fun. Thank you to our patrons, especially our genital guardians, Advent Dawn, Afrohawk, Alexander Grassdragon Corbett, Cameron Leafmuller, Dylan Barber, Disambiguity, Discuss, Dizdon Plays, Epidel, Evan Baumel, Look Steve, Listen Steve, You Gotta Understand Steve, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Fouch, Miri, Niami Rose, Hope Sloth XVII, Richard Pryor, Sarah for the Win, Steve Van Sickle, The Waffle, and Wage. Hi there! Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Apollo Duck by Will Rock. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.